I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to Ponder Exchange, a podcast about Christian faith and armed service hosted by me, Brother Logan Isaac. First Formation is spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 6 O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languishing. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are shaking with terror. My soul also is struck with terror, while you, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, save my life. Deliver me for the sake of your steadfast love. For in death there is no remembrance of you. And Sheol, who can give you praise? I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping. My eyes waste away because of grief. They grow weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. For the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and struck with terror. They shall turn back and in a moment be put to shame. Micah chapter 7 verses 1 through 7 Woe is me, for I have become like one who, after the summer fruit has been gathered, after the vintage has been gleaned, finds no cluster to eat. There is no first ripe fig for which I hunger. The faithful have disappeared from the land, and there is no one left who is upright. They all lie in wait for blood, and they hunt each other with nets. Their hands are skilled to do evil. The official and the judge ask for a bribe, and the powerful dictate what they desire. Thus they pervert justice. The best of them is like a briar, the most upright of them a thorn hedge. The day of their sentinels, of their punishment, has come. Now their confusion is at hand. Put no trust in a friend. Have no confidence in a loved one. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your embrace. For the son treats the father with contempt. The daughter rises up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies are members of your own household. But as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance. I know that you cannot tolerate evildoers. You have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them to be false. I also know that you are enduring patiently and bearing up for the sake of my name, and that you have not grown weary. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember then from what you have fallen. 
Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Yet this is to your credit. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Let anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. To everyone who conquers, I will give permission to eat from the tree of life that is in the paradise of God. Good morning and welcome to the fourth Monday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 6, Micah 7, and Revelation 2. Uh, and the, it's a rather disheartening theme. Um, not only is the psalmist talking about being weary with moaning, uh, and the image of flooding my bed with tears and drenching my couch with weeping was pretty vivid. But in Micah 7, the, uh, that same theme continues and all of the people have become corrupt and uh, verse 5 was especially um, I don't know difficult uh, it opens with put no trust in a friend have no confidence in a loved one uh, and that's a really difficult place to be really um, unfortunate uh, Martin Luther King said that the um, the accusations and the slander of my enemies doesn't hurt so much as the silence of my friends. Um, and we don't really know who our friends are until uh, moments of trial and, and difficulty. Um, I remember uh, somebody, uh, while some things were going on with me um, uh, before I had kids I was in academia, I remember somebody saying, um, and uh, we're having some issues with friends in different churches. And somebody who wasn't involved in those groups said, um, very simply, like a friend is, is someone who helps you when you need it. Um, and I think that's true. I think that um, friendship can be, I mean, like real friendship. I think a lot of people in America um, treat friendship as, I don't know, something different. And I think, I think the military really... Um, drove home for me how important friendship and relationship and camaraderie is. Um, and in the military, you don't get to choose the people that you're assigned with. And these are the people that you're going to have to trust with your life and who trust you with theirs. And that realization, that relationship founded on, you know, kind of a, a need for trust makes a lot of other things wash away. Um, but I think in a lot of civilian circles that I've been in, um, friendship is something more like friendliness, where you enjoy one another's company, and that's that's great. Um, but when push comes to shove, when things start um, going downhill, um, the people that you are accustomed to calling friends don't act as friends; they act as someone, you know, just another person in the crowd. Because I think that that person was right that friends are quite simply those who come to your aid when you need it. Um, and so I think there's a lot of people that I didn't like in the military who were my friends. Um, people that I knew that I could trust and I think um, knew they could trust me. Um, and so this verse, put no trust in a friend, it 
for whatever reason, really drove home to me how how deeply um, aggrieved the author is for in, in Micah, um, that there's no one, literally no one that this person can trust, not a friend, not a loved one, not even family. Um, and they even say enemies of enemies are members of your own household. Like that's, it doesn't get any closer and deeper and darker than that. Um, and the, that, um, that depression or despair or difficulty, um, I think is exacerbated for veterans and soldiers because we are conditioned and accustomed to being able to trust other people. Um, being able to kind of focus in on our little piece of the pie, knowing that someone else is doing their part. Um, and in, in the, you know, the real world, as we call it, outside the military, outside combat, I, it, it's just not the way it, it works. Um, too often you have to fend for yourself because everybody else is busy fending for themselves. Um, and so it's this really unfortunate um, situation that this author is facing. Um, and that I, that I hear... Um, uh, repeated by um, soldiers and veterans who really are looking for friends who will ha- help them when they need. Um, and not all friends are able to help us, but um, I think friends uh, do everything they can to, to try. I remember um, a really good friend of mine who was in uh, our wedding um, was having a custody dispute with their partner, former partner, partner. And I don't know the first thing about family court or anything, any of that stuff. Um, but because he was somebody that I cared for, I put the effort in to do what I could um, and learn what I could and did what I could. Um, like I, I was, I'm probably not the best person to come to in that uh, position, but um, there's very little that I can think of that I wouldn't do for someone that, that needs help, uh, someone who's a friend. Um, and I think uh, that I know I've noticed that, and I imagine many other soldiers and veterans have as well, the, the very fine distinction between friendship and friendliness. Um, we may not be very friendly. A lot of vets I've spoken to or can be quite, I know I can be quite curmudgeonly and um, kind of stick to myself. I'm an introvert anyway. Um, and so when we aren't friendly, people think they can't be our friends. Um, but I think veterans and soldiers uh, make the best friends because they are the people who know what it means uh, that people are relying on them, that people need them, and they're um, very often willing to rise to the task. Even if they are you know, experts, they'll do what they can um, to kind of plug away at the problem to make sure that uh, the people they care for, and frankly the people they don't care for but need help, um, have whatever help that they can provide, even if it's not the best, if they're not, you know, the, the, the best people to call. Um, and so uh, it's unfortunate that um, our, our society doesn't encourage friendship as much as it once did, um, where everybody is kind of looking out for themselves. Um, but um, to those of us in the military community, I think, we can take heart knowing that we will have one another's backs, um, that we need to ask for help, and we, we're so good at offering help. Um, we're not always all that great at asking for help 
we want to be self-reliant and we want, like me, I'm, I'm just an introvert. I don't want to reach out to people. Um, but uh, sometimes we need to remember that um, that we can put trust in a friend and confidence in our loved ones, um, even if uh, you know the rest of uh, the rest of the world, you know, might might not be the same story. Um, we may have grown to distrust civilians and and people that we thought were our friends, um, but I hope that we can continue to. Um, seek help as as well and as as um, as much as we do when we offer help as well. A prayer for families, adapted from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, our heavenly home. We commend to your continual care the houses in which your people dwell. Put far from us, we beseech you, every root of bitterness, the despair of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who, in holy wedlock, have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents, and so enkindle fervent charity among us all, that we may evermore be kindly affectioned to one another. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.